This is the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. You there, you're under 17, yes, yes, I can see you. Go somewhere else. We'll wait. Okay. Meanwhile, back in Middle Earth. <laughs> so, you orcs think you own Moria, do you? Well, I stand here as a man of Gondor, and upon my honor, I swear I will take these mines back. Back for the peoples of free Middle Earth. Now come forth. I see you there. Come forth and taste my blade. You've got a flavored blade? What? Cool. That's amazing. The elves make that for you. Now, you see, no, that no, is no, the sort no. of innovation I was telling you about uh-huh. before. Yeah. You know, we're not going to get see. anywhere if we don't start making really clever weapons like that. I the agree. elves do it all the time. Mm. I don't see why well, we shouldn't what? start doing clever uh, things like that, you yeah. know? That's amazing, isn't it? They're flavoured weapons. It's that's not, incredible. Yeah, what flavour is your sword, then? Yeah, does it taste good? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't taste good. It's what? a sword. It oh. It's not any flavour. It's metal flavoured. Metal flavoured? Uh, well, it's not very tasty, is it? Perhaps it's still in the prototype stage. Look, I was taunting you, all right? It was a what, figure what? of speech. I, I was trying to get you over here so we could fight. So let me see if I understand you. You were trying to invite us over there to lick your equipment, no. and then you were going to fight with us? No, I didn't no. realise that was such a breach of etiquette. Look, I was, it was a taunt, all right? It's a figure of speech. I wasn't inviting you over here to lick my equipment. What did you want, then? I don't understand. I wanted you to come over here so I could hit you with this sword. Why didn't you say that instead? What? Oh, that's very dramatic, isn't it? Yes, yes, very dramatic. What ho, villain, we do battle. Now come over here and I'll hit you with this sword. Where's the poetry in that? Oh, it's not very nice, so is it? Well, of course it's not nice. It's a battle. I'm trying to kill you. Well, you could have asked first. Who asks to go into battle? Blight people. You are the stupidest orcs I've ever met. Aragorn would have asked nicely. <gasps> yeah, he's a gentleman. He's got class, hasn't he? That's it. That's it. You're both dying for that one, you rotty smell bags. <gasps> rotty smell bags? How rude. I believe I've been insulted. Yeah. Grutz. Yes, Sparrow? Prepare for battle. Right. All right, then, insulting mm. human person. Come over here. We'll hit you with our swords. Yeah. Right. Once again, and welcome back to Technical Difficulties. I'm your host, Kai and Chris Conroy, and it is September 22nd, 2006. And yes, I'm a dork. That's why I do jokes about Lord of the Rings, don't I? <laughs> so anyway, welcome back to the program once again. I'd like to thank all of you who sent in emails. I'll be more specific when I get to the end. Uh, hopefully the show will go up on time. I'm running into all kinds of wonderful tech problems this week. 
with an upgraded DSL service to try and make uploads and downloads faster that has turned out to be a big headache and I can't get anything to work. And so I've got no, as I record this, I've got absolutely no internet whatsoever. I've been in an internet blind zone and I can't get to anything. But that says maybe, and I'll tell you more about that later. So anyway, we've got a wonderful show ahead of you. It's just chock full of all kinds of goodness and and and, uh, and fun and, and wholesome family entertainment. So I hope you'll be enjoying it and I'll be back a little later on to talk to you and give you an inspirational message. Ta! Hi. Do you have a headache? No? Hang on. Now then, do you have a headache? I thought you might. You know, headaches can be caused by virtually anything from fatigue to lack of sleep to eye strain, chiropractic problems, allergies, brain tumors, you name it. Now, while most headaches can be cured with aspirin or maybe a nap or a cup of tea or something, we don't think you should take chances with your health. So the next time you suffer from a headache, think the worst, fret, panic, and rush out and immediately get the most expensive treatment modern medical science will allow. Trust us. We'll thank you for it. We're the unscrupulous medical practitioners of America. The preceding has been paid for by doctors with lots of dough. And Lord knows we can afford it. Coming this fall on the Animal Network, from the people who brought you the dog psychic and the dog bellower comes another cheap joke on the same theme. Yes, it's the cat whisperer. So what seems to be the problem? Well, my little puss-puss keeps clawing up the expensive furniture and drapes. Well, I'm not surprised. Your little puss-puss is a cat and has nothing but contempt for you. Well, can I do anything to stop this behavior? Yeah, good luck with that. That's the cat whisperer. And also this fall, the gerbil annoyer. I'm going to poke your gerbils with this stick until they get good and steamed. Um, why? Because I feel like it. And followed at nine by Urban Squirrel Launch Squad. Well, Doctor, my squirrel just seems a bit peaked. Well, load him in the cannon, then. <laughs> Woohoo! Right through the window of the Home Depot. That's Urban Squirrel Launch Squad, coming this fall through a window near you. <laughs> and now it's time once again for the adventures of Suicidal Man. Downtown metropolitan area. A jeweler's shop is being robbed. Yeah, okay. Uh, just put all the jewels in this bag, you know, because, like, um, I've got a gun. When suddenly... Whoa, who shot a squirrel through the window? And then... Hold it right there, crooked villainous villain type. Oh, it's suicidal, man. That's right, and seeing you rob this honest shopkeeper makes me sick and depressed. <laughs> God, I'll just want to blow my brains out and give up, or I will. All right, if you feel you gotta. What? Ha 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 ha. Yeah, you're, you're defeated there, suicidal man. Let me introduce myself. My name is Apathy Boy, and, you know, frankly, I don't give a damn if you kill yourself or not. Blast! My one weakness. If I don't pull the trigger, then in the future, all criminals will think that my suicide attempts are cheap histronic pleas for attention. But if I pull the trigger, he gets away scot-free. I'll just have to play it tough. All right, Apathy Boy, let's see which one of us has the stronger resolve. Um... Okay. Will Suicidal Man be able to defeat his greatest challenge? Here are scenes from next week's program. Oh, that's just great. Suicidal Man killed himself. I hope you're happy. Meh. Meanwhile, back in Middle Earth. So I, uh, I hear the human army is going to attack the planes of Golgoroth. Attack the what? Planes of Golgoroth. What? Here. Right here, where hey. we're sitting. These are the planes of Golgoroth. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, explain the signs then. What sign? Oh, the one that says you are now entering the plane of Golgoroth. 
Oh, yeah. I didn't know what they meant. Well, I suppose you do now, then, don't you? Yeah. So you think he'll uh, he'll lead us in battle, then? Who? Sauron. Oh, no. No, no. I don't think he comes down from off the tower ever. He just stays up there and sort of, you know, flaming like eyeball. How do you suppose a big flaming eyeball locomotes, anyway? Oh, I don't know. I suppose he floats or rolls yeah. or something. I suppose. Maybe he bounces. Oh, I don't think he bounces. That would be a bit undignified, wouldn't it? Yeah. You think he's got other body parts to go along with that eye? Like what? Well, I don't know. You know, like knees. What? The knees are sour on? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I suppose he might. Yeah. And if they bore a direct proportional correlation to their size and the size of his eyeball, it would be absolutely enormous, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. What do you suppose he'd do with knees that big? Apart from bending his legs, I mean. Well, I don't know. I suppose he could, you know, like, I don't know, could knee you in the bollocks. No, too small. Your whole body would be crushed. No, you'd need enormous bollocks to get hit with knees like that. I bet the Dark Lord's got enormous bollocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The bollocks are sour on. Yeah. What do you suppose they do? Well, I don't know. I suppose they just sort of dangle there. Yeah. I bet they're really scary, though. Yeah. They're really enormous, too. They're monumentally huge, yeah. 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 I bet you could teabag an entire kingdom into rubble. Yeah, that'd be something to tell your grandkids about, yeah. then, wouldn't it? I remember when I was your age to watch the Dark Lord Sauron crush the entire elvish city of Rivendell into rubble with naught but his testicles. Yeah. An excerpt there from Waiting for Morgoth, an existentialist play in the style of Samuel Beckett set in J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth. The story concerns itself with two orcs, Gruts and Beryl, who sit on the edge of an apocalyptic battle that may or may not ever come. With me here in the studio is the author of the play, Trusy Duncan. Hello there. Welcome to the program, sir. Now, what prompted you to write an existentialist play set in Middle-earth? Well, I'm a renowned Tolkien scholar, Mm -hmm. and before you say another word, yes, I've been laid. I have children and everything, so don't come up me on that one. I wasn't going to say anything. Yes, well, you thought it. Anyway, the principal reason I made this play is for the money. Seems all you have to do these days is to slap Lord of the Rings on anything and name your price. That's sort of a bitter and cynical worldview, isn't it? I'm a Tolkien scholar, all right? Apart from being trotted out in front of the cameras every time they do a puff piece about Tolkien himself or something to do with one of the Lord of the Rings movies which they're not making anymore, I don't make any money at all, and I spent the best years of my life learning to read poems in Elvish. I want some scratch back, and I want it now. And that brings us, of course, to your upcoming project, a musical based on the Silmarillion. That's correct. It's called Silmarillion, the musical. 23 hours long, and we're getting Andrew Lloyd Webber to do it. Well, that, that sounds very... Atrocious is what it sounds like, but it will make money. Money and lots of it. Well, I suppose, I mean... And then we're going to do a Gollum musical called... Well, Gollum, of course. We're just going to call it, like, My Precious. No, no need to be clever. Yes, well, in any event, next week uh, on the program, we'll be having excerpts from the Transformers version of Romeo and Juliet. Yes, we're producing that as well. By the Elton John. Pauling. Get off my show. And now it's time for Dr. Ralph, sex therapist. And here's Dr. Ralph. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Ralph program. I'm here to help you with your problems. So let's take our first call, shall we? Hello, Dr. Ralph. Hi. Well, my question for you is, uh, my husband doesn't pay enough attention to me. What can I do to rectify the situation? Well, that's always a tough one when a spouse won't pay enough attention to you. One way of fixing it uh, would be having sex with me. That would help? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, How about being in my office on Monday at 3 p.m.? All right, I'll be there. Okay, good. See you then. Next call. Uh, Doctor, I wonder if I'm going through a midlife crisis. Well, possibly. How old are you? I'm 45. And you take care of yourself? Are you athletic, you know, in good shape? You know, oh, yes, yes. yes. Work, work out. out a lot, yes. yes. Have you thought about having sex with me? Mm, would 
could help. I don't see how it could hurt. Could you be in my office on Monday at 3.30? I'll be there. Ah, glad I could help. Next call, please. Doctor, my daughter is going through a rebellious phase. I see. How old is your daughter? Well, she just turned 13. Well, that would be typical behavior for a girl her age. I mean, every child goes through a rebellious streak right after puberty. Mm. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. Oh. But on the other hand, it can be difficult to treat. Oh. I can't have sex with your daughter. That would put me in prison. Oh. I could have sex with you, though. Really? Oh, let's say Monday, 4 p.m. Oh, yes, please. Well, see you then. Boy. I can't tell you how good it feels to help people. We'll be right back after this message. This program is brought to you by Old Timey's Old Time Saloon, an old-timey saloon for old-timers. So if you're an old-timer looking for a good old time and an old-time saloon, then come on down to Old Timey's Old Time Saloon, where we've got the time. Hey there. Welcome to Old Timey's Saloon. Uh, can I get you something there, stranger? Hello. I'm looking for this religious type person in this photograph. Have you seen him anywhere? Leonard's Big Adventure! Oh, I hate that title. You're not from around here, are you, boy? No. If I were from around here, I would already know the answer to my question. I wouldn't have to ask you. And I'm asking you. Well, you got me there. But I don't know if I have any info for your type. You don't like East Europeans? Can't say it does, but mostly I don't like piano players. And I can tell by that Yamaha digital piano you got stuffed in your backpack that you're one of them. What have you got against piano players? My brother died at the hands of a concert pianist. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. How did it happen? It was about ten years ago. What? My brother, who was a saint, hmm. was going out to help my mother, who was also a saint. She was an invalid. Or lazy or something. We couldn't really tell which. Either way, she got around on one of those scooter things that she knew we had to drive. Mm. Anyway, he was going over to help her to unblock a sink that had been clogged up with antique sequins. It's a long story. But on the way over there, a raving madman of a piano mm. player came out of the darkness Ooh. and T-boned his car. Terrible. Sorry blood to hear everywhere. That. It's terrible. <sighs> the police said his blood piano level was five times over the legal limit. You know, that sounds more like a drunk driver. Hmm? Let me see that police report. What does it say here? Killed when he was hit by a... Well, for corn's sake! I've been holding a grudge against the wrong person all these years. Oh. Now I feel bad about all those things I said to Dino Mastrianis. Well, does that mean you can help me now? Sure it does. You and your piano are welcome here anytime. Well, hooray for me! Not for your brother, though. I am sorry about him. Yeah, well, he's dead. What can I do for you? Well, have you seen the man in this photograph I'm holding here? Good Lord, Larry Hagman! No, he doesn't look a thing like Larry Hagman. Oh, you're right. Good Lord, Wolfman Jack! He doesn't look like Wolfman Jack either. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Good Lord, Ruth Buzzy! I, he doesn't look like any of those people! Ah, uh, you're right. That puts me back at square one, and I'm afraid. Sorry, I can't help you. Oh, Pastor Ermine, where could you be? Hold on a minute there, young man. Hmm? Did you say Pastor Ermine? Yes. Pastor Chester Ermine? Yes, yes! Radio personality and host of the Apostle Hour, Pastor Chester Ermine. That's it, exactly. And if you say I've never heard of him, I'm going to slap you with this piano. Ah, you're ruining old man's fun. Really? Well, the man was here. I did see him. Huh? He said he was headed down to the Big Easy, New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans? Well, that's where I'm going. I'm going down there to the French Quarter right now. I'm going to find you, Pastor. And then I'm going to... Uh, well, I... Well, I guess I'm going to find out why you left. Well, have fun down there. See you around. Yes, you thank and your you. piano's always welcome, like thank I said. You. Yes, good luck to you, young man. All right, thanks, bye. He came and went like a tornado. Who did?
I'm sorry, what? Leonard's Big Adventure! Oh, I better write a theme song or something. That's really annoying. Thus began Leonard's Big Adventure. So anyway, welcome back. You know, welcome back. I'm at the end of the show. This has been Technical Difficulties. I'm your host, Kyan Chris Conroy. Thanks so much for listening. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to thank everybody who sent me email, which you can by sending it to techdiff, T-K-D-I-F-F, at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to contact me there, or you can also contact me at techdiff at tcinternet.net, or head over to techdiff.com, where you can leave messages on my board and... I'm sorry if I haven't been a little bit uh, distracted to answer stuff, but uh, I have been. And uh, boy, you folks are all over the map in terms of your comments, though. I've gotten email and, and comments that everybody telling me that this is one of the best... The last few weeks have been some of the best shows I've ever done to everybody saying... to well, Not everybody, but to people... Let me try that again. People have been telling me that these have been some of the best shows I've ever done in the last few weeks, and some people have been telling me that I need to take a break because my shows have gotten so weak. What are you going to do? I don't know. I just keep doing them the way I think is funny. So I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, so if you got any information you want to send me, if you have a uh, promo you want to want me to play, or if you would like to, uh, you know, just contact me or whatever, you can do that through that Gmail account there. I'd like to thank uh, Anthony and Selmo and Kim Dallaire and uh, Dave Underwood, Dave, David Underwood, and, and uh, everybody else. And, and Nacho, hey, Nacho, you're back. Cool. Um, good to hear from you. Um, just from, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for commenting and, and sticking around for the show. I have been a little, I actually have been. Anthony Anselmo pointed out that I sounded a little depressed the last few weeks, and I have been. So, but things are underway. It looks like things are looking up. I may have a job lined up thanks to one of my listeners. Thank you very much, Jason Himes. And we'll be uh, this. I'll be working on that this weekend. A um, <clears throat> few technological delays that I'm going to probably turn into comedy grist here. As a, we upgraded our DSL service, as said at the beginning of the show, and the DSL service turned into one big Laurel and Hardy routine. So now that I, I do have service, but it's long and complicated, and it's not worth going into. Let's just say it's just one big confusing mass of comedy. It's silliness because well, things were just stupid. Um, I'm working with uh, with Quest, and things got really dumb. And uh, all I wanted to do was was have a, a a DSL router that didn't crash. And look where it got me, all confused. But I'll be turning that into a joke probably for next week's show. And I also will continue Leonard's Big Adventure. We'll see where that takes us. And I've got to finish up Cop Beat. So maybe I'll do Cop Beat next week, too. And also, I promised Anthony I was going to do the Transformers Rejects sketch. Hmm. Lots to think about. Lots to think about. In any event, I think I'm going to sign off here. And thanks once again for listening to Technical Difficulties. Oh, also check out um, well, check out El Nacho's Rambling Retard Rampage. He hasn't had, had a new one of those in a long time, but it's still worth checking out. Ashanti No Lemon with uh, Anthony Anselmo and, and friends. Uh, check out um, Manly Geeks Podcast, uh, the Queen's-English.com. Queens That's, uh, was that a .com? Queen's-English Podcast by, um, and oh, oh yeah, I was the featured podcast on Podcast Pickle, I believe, according to Jake Cordova. Thank you very much, Jake, for featuring me on Podcast Pickle. I, I'll have to check that out. If I'm not featured, I, I'm about to be, or I just was. I haven't really checked it because, as I said, my DSL, has, my, my internet connection has been down for the last few days. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll let you know how that went. Um, I don't know that it'll net me any new listeners, but hey, it's cool to be, you know, noticed. It is. I'm going to sign off. So I'll talk to you all next week. 
and um, I like that. So thanks, and uh, see you next time. If an infinite amount of monkeys with typewriters could create all of Shakespeare's plays in an infinite amount of time, certainly you could create a radio script masterpiece in one month. Take part in Ned's Room, the National Audio Drama Script Writing Month, where you are challenged to create an audio drama script before the end of February. And this year, you get an extra day. What do you get if you succeed? Why, the honor and excitement of knowing you did it! Plus a nifty reward certificate. How do you go about entering Ned's room? How would I know? I'm just an announcer and I... Oh, oh, thank you, monkey. Uh, for information, go online to sonicsociety.org slash nedsrim. Where are the bananas? Oh, okay. That's N-A-D-S-W-R-I-M as in National Audio Drama Script Writing Month. And to give you a head start, I offer you a first line for your script. Charlie, shouting, Hey, where did all these monkeys come from? The rest is up to you! Enter today! Not you, stupid infinite monkey. So, do you have children? Or are you just a child at heart? In which case, Saturday Story Circle might be a good place to kickstart your weekend. Because we have the very best of family-friendly audio, which is all rated G for great. Join us on the main Mutual Audio Network feed, or you can find us at the Saturday Story Circle wherever you get your podcasts. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together. Together.